0: Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Today's story that shows people will steal anything, anytime and anywhere takes us to Burke Burnett, Texas. Population 11,000. That's where police were called to the local supermarket Wednesday afternoon to take a report from a store employee who said they saw a woman put something in her purse, walk around the store, then try to leave without paying for the item. 32-year-old Brittany Cuter later arrested and charged with theft and will get enhanced charges filed against her because she's had two or more previous convictions. Reports said the woman was detained by store security personnel who held both Cuter and the evidence until officers arrived to take over the investigation, and as part of that investigation, police duly took into evidence one allegedly stolen earwax removal kit.
1: (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, Cliff, if I'm going to get in trouble for something, for stealing it, I'm going to go a little bit bigger than that. I'm going to go with yes, something that's like a, worth something.
0: Something bigger than a $3.75 earwax removal e-
1: Exactly, kit. yes. That yeah. or light bulbs or nothing like that. I'm going to go for the electronics. I'm going to tell you. If yeah. I, I'm going to be yep. lingering around there eyeballing something. Well, welcome one and all to the Morning Roadshow with Weed and Cliff. Mm-hmm. I want to say the portions of the following program were pre-recorded. And the good news I've decided not to play them, Cliff, because they were really <laughs> bad the stuff we did yesterday.
0: <laughs> so Oh yeah, there's a podcast full of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's try it live <laughs> Go today. Find it, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. This morning I feel like one of our eleven listeners. What a feeling, Cliff. What a feeling. Really? Yes. <laughs> I can't quit yawning. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I've never yawned this much in my entire life. Good shape. I can't stop.
0: Did you did you get a bad night's sleep i thought i slept
1: was? well cliff i really did huh okay. i woke up yawning yeah. and i can't stop it i went outside breathing in air trying to get a little more in me
0: <laughs> just to just to get some oxygen flowing get your blood moving that Boy, kind of thing.
1: i don't know i'm not going to exercise but i will heavy breathe <laughs> well cliff what's happening at seven this morning cliff
0: What? I'm not going to exercise, but I will heavy breathe. Yes, I will. Well.
1: (laughs) I read this morning, Cliff, reason number 727, why I will never, ever be on a cruise ship.
0: (laughs) What's that?
1: Well, there's a new luxury cruise line that's adapting to the modern times, and they have coronavirus insurance.
0: Oh, they do, huh? (laughs) Yes.
1: And basically, and this is where they get me off, you'll get... Free emergency evacuation services and transportation home. Those words, emergency evacuation, Cliff, I do not want to be in any kind of a vacation trip I have.
0: And you have to have insurance in case you're evacuated for, emer- for an emergency. Correct. Yeah, I understand that. When
1: you put that in writing sometime yeah. or somewhere and I see emergency evacuation, <laughs> it's like, mm, this may not be the thing for me, yeah. Cliff. Yep. Kind of like skiing. I feel that way about skiing. <laughs> you do? You mean like water skiing or snow skiing? Snow skiing. Okay. First of all, it's cold. And second yeah. of all, I've seen people stuck up there in places where the only way you can get out
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: is evacuation. I don't want to be around that word, <laughs> I just don't want to touch it.
0: I, I understand that. You know, I. <laughs>
1: It's just one of
0: those words,
1: Cliff, that you're yeah. like,
0: "Woo, woo, hey." We. This story demonstrates the problems experienced by the rich are not the same problems that you and I have my, ourselves, and in some instances, that's probably a good thing. Oh, I'm sure Buddy Velastro and family were pretty well off before he became a star on the Food Network. His family's run a bakery in Hoboken, New Jersey, for nearly a hundred years. But in 2009, the story of the cakes they make became the focus of the show Cake Boss. Last week, Balastro took a day off from baking and spent some time in his in-home bowling alley, and apparently after a few frames, the pin-setting mechanism got jammed. It was apparently something that had happened before, so the baker went back to the business end of the works to fix it. But this time, a a one-and-a-half-inch-long metal rod slowly impaled his right hand between his ring and middle finger. And because many parts of the pin setter are rotating, the machine pulled it back out and jammed it through his hand two more times while Velastro looked on before it finally jammed up and stopped in the down and locked position. Reports say the man remained there with part of the machine stuck through his hand for more than five minutes until his son got a reciprocating saw from the garage. And you know, there was that moment in time when Velastro's teenage son asked, dad are you sure you want me to do this and then heard the reply the rod son cut the rod <laughs> the last row has since had emergency surgery and is expected to be okay after what's projected to be a long healing process but the headline for the story reads cake boss star impales hand in terrible bowling accident you know if you read
1: that headline cliff you would wonder how did that ball <laughs> exactly. impale
0: his hand <laughs> exactly That's what I thought When I read the headline, I'm like Wait, 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 hold on, I gotta check this out By the way, it would cost about $45,000 per lane To have a bowling alley in your home
1: My resident squirrel, Cliff, is a jerk I'm just gonna say that right now (laughs) He's a jerk Is he back? He's back I thought once I had the tree eliminated out of the yard Where they were all living Everything would calm down, and it did for a while But yesterday, Cliff, there (laughs) he was On my front porch now yeah. I've got a storm door that's glass so I can see out of it easily when I open up the front door yeah. and there he was standing on his back two legs yeah. and I walk up to the door and it was like he reached out his right hand to shake my hand. Closely. Oh, he did. It was just, <laughs> and so I kind of slightly opened up the door. Yeah, And then he cocked his head over sideways and made a bunch of chirping sounds (laughs) and turned around and ran with his tail sticking up in the air. I think the squirrel mooned me, Cliff, as he was running away. Well,
0: I don't think he was necessarily trying to shake your hand. I think he was flipping you off.
1: Well, he could have been. I know he mooned (laughs) me when he left.
0: It's ironic that you would have a a bad squirrel story because I actually have a good squirrel story today. There's such a thing? Yes, I guess it's the difference between country squirrels and city squirrels. I guess so. Because yesterday, after uh, I left my uh, overlook studio here on the downtown Princeton Square, I went uh, north on Main Street and on the uh, intersection of uh, uh, the northwest corner of the square right over there. I'm, I'm waiting for the light because it's red. I want to go north and out. Uh, um, Actually I was going to Lafayette Park But I was going north on Main Waiting for this life to change And right there in the middle of Midday traffic There's a squirrel crossing the street And he's in the crosswalk (laughs) And he doesn't like You know how squirrels will stop and look like Is there a car? Is there a car? No, he just calmly walked across the street And waited until the walk sign came up Before he went
1: (laughs) My squirrel would have attacked your car sitting right. there at the stop That's
0: right. It'd be like, really? You got wiring I can eat in your car over there. I'm on the way.
1: Dolly Parton. Yeah. Dolly. 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 It's like about? I don't even know you, lady.
0: <laughs> What's her problem? What's going on with Dolly Parton?
1: Well, Cliff, the uh, yeah. she let the cat out of the bag. What, all what of the cat sp- would that be? All of the speculation that people have talked about, and I would have yeah. bet a thousand dollars this wasn't true about her long sleeve shirts and why she does that. Yeah. It seems, Cliff, that it is true. She has all kinds of tattoos up and down her arms. Oh, really? And she even said Mm. that that is true. That's what I have. But she also goes on to say, Cliff, that she's not a tattoo girl. (laughs) I don't know how you can.
0: Well, I mean, (laughs) how do you be one without the other? I don't know.
1: (laughs) But she says in a recent interview, Cliff, that her tattoos are pretty. They're artful. And they Uh started out basically just to cover scars that she had So because she's so light-complected. Her scars turned purple, and she didn't like that look. So she's got, like, ribbons and bows and butterflies and stuff like that. Nothing, you know, (laughs) written out or anything to make a statement. It's just to cover up scars. And I thought, I would have bet anything
0: that she didn't have that. But she does. Yes. Yeah, there, there they are. We just can't see them. She chooses to keep them hidden, but they do, in fact, exist. Oh yes, yes.
1: (laughs) I'm worried that she won't get enough vitamin D with her arms always covered up. She won't get enough sun, Cliff.
0: You know you have to. There are parts of her that are in the shade all the time. I'm just saying.
1: Okay, all right. Mercy. Mercy. Can I go on now?
0: Oh yeah, please (laughs) go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, I want you to put a song. Can I go on now, Cliff? Now that you got that out of your system, maybe. (laughs) Okay, all right. Did you actually believe those stories about her?
0: Well, I mean, what you sometimes the because of that stuff comes up in the tabloids. You know, they just they're just trying to sell stuff at the grocery checkout line. Mm -hmm. So you know, because I've also seen headlines down in there about you know. Someone will write that uh, her boobs are so heavy that she's basically crippled. You have seen this. I've seen that. Yes. You
1: have seen that headline.
0: Yes. Wonder what she would say about that. I mean, I'm like, if 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 a if a, if a tabloid is writing that she's bedridden, crippled for life on her back because of the size of her breasts, I'm gonna go. It's not her back that's crippled. <laughs> Let me write this down. Yeah. No more
1: discussions of Dolly Parton on this (laughs)
0: program.
1: Ever. Rule number six.
0: Post that in the control
1: room. .02A7.
0: Okay. This story comes to us from the newly minted morning roadshow department of The Last Line of Defense. The hunting tale from Maine actually dates to the last day of bear season in 2017 when a group of hunters were in the woods to get one last kill. Apparently, the procedure for bear hunting is, uh, after obtaining all the appropriate licenses and permits, is to go take some specially trained dogs into the woods and, with their help, locate a bear. The dogs will then force the animal up into a tree, and it's then shot by the hunters. And that's exactly what happened in this kill, except as the hunters lined up to fire off their shots, one of them, we should probably refer to as newbie, took a firing position most would think to avoid directly under the bear at the bottom of the tree. Now, you and I might think right off the bat that's where the bear's going to fall when he's dead, but said bear had one more surprise left to give before his time ran out on Earth as he took a massive dump all over the hunter before dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd seen exactly where this was going, Cliff. The bear is going to fall, smash the guy, Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and nope. somehow you had a... Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had a poop story in yes there yes we either. did yes <laughs> yes
1: i thought the links would get it i really did
0: well, you know nobody likes not, long
1: ones cliff when, when, that's when people five talk minutes. about
0: length you're not known for that
1: well that's a five minute one and most people don't like five minute songs i mean okay. harry chapin could add a huge hit i think with a uh, taxi yeah. But he's got but that... Was that like
0: 20, it was like 27 minutes long.
1: Well, he's got that woman wailing in the middle of it forever and ever, <laughs> and, ever and ever. It's like somebody's got a hold of her foot and won't let go or something. I don't know what's going on there, but if he'd have cut all of that out, I think it would have been a huge hit. Cliff, I think this was my favorite comment of all of the comments that we received on Only You Can Make It Stomp. Okay. I
0: love a country radio. Please shut that off. I love I love that. <laughs>
1: I love that, Cliff. For the love of country radio, please shut that off. (laughs) That's my favorite right there. We got a phone call about the uh, Only You Can Make It Stop song. Yeah. And a challenge thrown on top of that. Oh,
0: oh, a challenge. So I
1: hope we can do this. Let's see what happens.
0: Good morning, Wade and Cliff. This is John from Petersburg checking in. I don't know who possessed you to play that last terrible five-minute song on the radio, and that thing was annoying. I'm telling you what, I'd have
1: much rather heard you play Brand New Key by Melody. So why don't you just bring that song back one time? That's what we need to listen to before you go home today. You see, Cliff, I, I realize that we can't play that song, Brand New Key, Yeah. just to be playing it because that's the punishment song.
0: <laughs> that's that's already that song's already been declared punishment.
1: That's right. And Absolutely so right. to play that song yeah. means we would have to play the No Prize, Just Punishment game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we'll do it with Spy the Lie because we're going to do it, Cliff. If you want to hear Brand New Key, we're going to give yeah. you the opportunity, Cliff, to possibly do it. No Prize, Just Punishment, because a listener in Vincennes suggested we play Brand New Key by Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we're...
0: Wouldn't it be ironic if they called in after suggesting we played that as a punishment oh, song? Oh, would that not be
1: awesome? They triggered the punishment. They triggered the punishment, which they're yes. wanting anyway. So they might throw off, Cliff.
0: <laughs> they might throw off. So That's hopefully,
1: 812-386-1250. Right, yeah. yeah. we we're looking yeah. for someone brave this morning who says, if it's on me, I can take the punishment. All the lines are busy.
0: Oh, that means there's a lot of people who want to be punished. This I morning. think
1: so, Cliff. Let's see, line three. We never have any
0: trouble sure. on three. Let's do line three. Here we go. Okay. Hi, who's this? Good morning, to oh you, my. My oh, oh my, there's, there's a man who's looking for some punishment.
1: All right. right. Well, Phil, are you ready to go on Spy the Lie? <laughs> I can dish it out and I can take it. All right. Well, <laughs> no. let's see how it goes. Three statements, you tell me which one's the lie, Phil McCracken. Here we go with number one. Of the newspaper crossword puzzles that are started, only 10% are ever completed. Okay. Number two, Phil. In a recent survey, people say the most irritating invention of all time is the cell phone. And number three, Phil. The average woman will receive 300 bouquets of flowers in her lifetime. Which one's uh, the n- lie? Number three is a bold
0: faced lie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, Phil, that's true. On average, they will. Number two was the lie, Phil McCracken. It's not Oh the s- you
0: you got me. I know. The and you'll
1: like this, Phil. The cell phone is not the most irritating invention. They say it's the bagpipes. I'm not making oh, that. No, up. You're making that. <laughs> up. No, I'm not. That's There's what no it way. says. <laughs> the bagpipes, they say, Phil, is the worst <laughs> invention ever made.
0: Well, pat my bum
1: and call me ironic. Could that have not been any did, more perfect? Did left? he
0: say, "Pat my bum and call me ironic"? That's what he said.
1: <laughs> it's time now for take it to the bank. And Cliff, you were you were yeah. half right on your. Uh, Response to the inverted circle on a milk jug.
0: Okay. It the, adds structural strength to the side of the jug.
1: That's exactly right. And it's there for accidental drops. In case you accidentally oh, okay. drop that milk, that jug of milk, <laughs> the milk will expand inside and pop out that little inverted circle and give it a little yeah. more room so it doesn't just completely blow up right there in the floor.
0: Mm. So it's good. like a... It's like a crash test dummy for milk.
1: It's like the release valve for your milk jug. That's exactly right. But, Cliff, it's yeah. also there to keep that milk jug from blowing up in your refrigerator in case you leave it in there too long because milk expels gas over a period of time.
0: And Much like Taco Bell. Yes. And the
1: more gas it approaches, the expiration date. Yeah. It will pop that little circle out to let you know, hey, dude, don't drink me, pour me out. (laughs) It's bad. It's bad. And all of that you can take straight to the bank. I did not know any of that, Cliff, until today.
0: Who knew that today's Take It to the Bank was going to be about jugs? I
1: didn't know that until just when I got here today. It's it's the second time today we've talked about jugs. All right, we're not going there. Ellie LA Barton. <laughs> no, I'm talking tattoos with Dolly. And she actually has them on her arms. That's yeah, what we, we were know. talking yeah. about. Yes. I love this, Cliff. We had a listener who texted in weekend yeah. plans they have. I kind of like that. I'm kind of curious about what people yeah. are up to. Oh, okay. And this gentleman is a huge fisherman, and he's going to go to a friend's house. His friend just bought a new house in the Mount Vernon area. It okay. has a giant lake there, and his Ooh. friend wants to teach him how to fish. <laughs> so he's going over to his friend's house in Mount Vernon to teach him oh. all of the fishing do's okay. and don'ts. I'm thinking, Cliff, I could pretty well teach the gentleman how to fish. Oh, you could basically.
0: Huh? Yeah.
1: All your, it's, it's like you're standing in your front yard yeah. in one spot, bored uh-huh. to death. Only <laughs> you only when it's fishing cliff, you're standing there looking yeah. at water, bored to death, holding a whopper plopper, <laughs> and that's about the only difference in it. That's my fishing lesson for that's the day. That's it, huh? That's it. The whopper plopper, it's, you have to have that. I do you know that hold,
0: about it. You have to hold the whopper plopper. Yes. In order to be bored to death, and that's the same as fishing. Cliff, anything said today? As a matter of fact, there were. Phrases of the day start with number three. I'm not going to exercise, but I will heavy breathe. <laughs> Whatever that is.
1: <laughs> you want to hear it?
0: Number, no. I oh, don't. Okay. All right. Okay. Number two, I feel like one of our listeners. I can't quit yawning. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one Morning Roadshow phrase for today actually came from one of our listeners. Pat my bum and call me ironic. <laughs> <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message.